Mm, we are bringing down Odin in three, two, one. everyone and thanks for tuning in this is episode 198 of the guardian hub podcast where we talk destiny interview guests and talk about our love of the game this week we have sin media des raven kingsley mac all in action to give you our thoughts of the exciting thing that happened this week in Destiny. oh wait not too much i mean always good news good news but it's iron banner this week <laughs> rose are you iron bannering I I'm not, something. but but we'll, we'll have other stuff to talk about. Never you worry. <laughs> We're somethinging. I'm gonna put on my rose and matador and uh, galler doodle and play while we're chatting today. Yeah, there there is a few things I want to talk about. Anything you guys want to talk about, and then and then yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, anything interesting in life? You said sin. You were getting your taxes done. <laughs> Yeah, uh, pre-show. Um, it takes me quite a while to do them because I've got quite a few forms to put in and such. But I finished my my taxes. Taxes are done. Over the past few nights uh, that I've had like free night time, instead of jumping on Destiny, I've been diving into God of War. I finished the main story of Ragnarok. Very, very good, by the way. Um, there was a couple people that uh, died in the story that I was not expecting, but... I thought the story was uh, really, really good. Uh, you had asked me if I went on some side tangents on the side quests. I didn't really dive much into that. I'm not looking to platinum the game and get in there, but uh, I did see the game opens up, and there's like some stuff after the main story that you can dive into. Apparently a mystery, and you can go back and do the side quests and such. Uh, I might dive in a little bit more and just kind of see what's out there, but really enjoyed it. It's a great game. Yeah, don't worry about platinum it, but... Definitely do the main obvious side quests because it's like a lot of content you're missing if you don't. And they don't take too much time yeah. and they're like actually worth, if anything, you don't want to, you know, if you enjoyed the regular story, you're going to enjoy the side quests also. Yeah. There was a yeah. few I, I started down the rabbit hole of, but um, when I couldn't find how to easily get to it, I, I went back to the main story. There was one where you follow a dog at one point, you're following footprints in uh, Vanaheim, I believe. And um, I, I got to that point where you're finding, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he fell off the ship when you're escaping. And uh, he's like guarded by this dragon or whatever. And uh, I explored in that area a little bit and uh, decided to get back on the main story. Mm. But yeah, I do know there's quite a bit there. Nice. I got to get my taxes done, but I tend to wait because... Um... You know, I don't put money into the government throughout the year, so I uh, save money in a savings account and then pay that 
you know, everyone pays money into the government, but usually they pay too much. That's why you get a tax return of money. Yeah. Right. But the other way you could play it is not put to as much from your paycheck and, and pl plan it in a way where um, you kind of come out zero. But uh, <laughs> I, it's always a bite, even though I'm saving the money month to month, you know, having to write that check of a couple thousand. I'm not going to say how much, but you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. To the Give IRS and the state. <laughs> you see, hilariously, I go the opposite route when I can. And yeah. I have a little more taxes taken out throughout the year to get a bigger refund. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. At least like, you get some money back. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, essentially, I'm just kind of, it, it's almost like a, uh, I mean, it's almost like a savings, essentially, is I'm using my taxes when I can. <laughs> Except not much interest that way, right? <laughs> no interest. <laughs> no, but still, I mean, like I said, it's, if I, if I can live without a little more, through the year, I mean, yeah, it makes tax time exciting. So, <laughs> sure, True. sure. And then I, I, I get it. Like everyone, I get a little bit jealous when I hear about people, you know, oh, let's do a big purchase with your tax return. But like, I, I just have to remind yeah. myself. Well, I was doing moderate purchases throughout the whole year, so it all worked yeah. out. <laughs> that other people weren't doing paying the government. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I tend to. Um, uh, wait until last second, kind of March, March, mid March, beginning April. You know what I mean? I'm not waiting all the way till like April 15th, but uh, the deadline, April 15th. But you know, I, I kind of wait till about that time to get it all taken care of. And I probably could do it on my own sin. I used to back in the day. Um, I like to geek, geek out with that type of stuff, but I did. There was a guy in my neighborhood who um, was an auditor and, and a tax return guy, and he he was advertising to get business and he found me a couple of extra things that I wasn't aware of. And I just was always paying him and he charges such a good rate that, um, it was about similar to like the advanced file features through the web return things that I would have to use anyways, because of S corp and state and all these different things. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll just go through him, you know, That's fair. so he charges a good rate, but in a way, like if he stopped doing it, I would kind of geek out again and like, okay, let's see what I can do <laughs> and hopefully <laughs> not miss anything and get all of the forms and stuff. Nice. Turbo tax yeah. for the win. Sure. <laughs> yeah, if you do higher end stuff, you got to go with Tax Act. TurboTax can't do all the higher end things, but uh, yeah, TurboTax is pretty good for pretty good for some most of those. things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely most <laughs> things for sure. <clears throat> yeah, like basic individual can profit quite a bit from TurboTax, so. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else new? I'm just drinking some strawberries and cream at Diet Dr. Pepper. That's been the talk of the town. That that stuff came out. Really? Hmm. I have to keep my eyes on it. It's kind of good. I have to try that. <laughs> what is it? Strawberries and cream, Dr. Pepper. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. It does. It, mm -hmm. I think because Dr. Pepper has that spicier flavor, whatever, pepper yeah. flavor, however you talk about it, the strawberries and cream goes really well with it. Because normally I'm not like the big fan of cream type sodas because they're like too sweet to me. But I think this is a good mix. Nice. Nice. No, no peeps, Pepsi. Uh, live comment in the chat from um, 
Rodimus, I know that was a discussion in another Discord. Supposedly, there's a Peeps Pepsi. That's kind of weird. Not going to lie. Pepsi. <laughs> I bet. I might try that. <laughs> yeah. I bet I know what it tastes like. Remember, there was that Starlight Coke like a year or so ago? And a lot of people were even saying that kind of tasted like something like a Peeps flavor. So I can imagine this Peeps Pepsi will have a similar flavor. Um, I will say a couple new things have happened. Yep. Uh, one, I actually found out on mobile. Uh, there was a, they like released a mobile version of a game on Steam called Vampire Survivors, which is an incredibly fun game. Um, that as far as I know has like spawned an entire genre of like this survival. Um, it's basically like a shoot 'em up. Um, but yeah, the the entire goal of the game is you take your character and you survive through waves of monsters. And it's like a roguelike game. You gather coins, you can buy power ups, you unlock new we- new characters, new weapons, new stuff to use. Blah blah blah. It's, Super fun, and it only took me like 30 or so hours to uh, practically 100% it, so mm. yay. Um, yeah, only 30 hours. <laughs> uh, I only had the game for like a week, though, so <laughs> that 30 hours, yeah, that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fun game. Um, so, yeah. Uh, second, my eyes have been opened, and I have changed my entire life. Um, like moving forward <laughs> in sadly a very serious way. Um, we had this plan for dinner and we were going to make, uh, I called them like wannabe enchiladas. We just, uh, grabbed some stuff like yeah, shells, enchilada sauce, rice, beans, but instead of like your normal like seasoned beef that you know most like the kits and stuff say to use, we actually used uh, chorizo. Ooh. And my God, is that like it was so good? My God, it was so good. God. I'm I I know what you're saying, and I'm surprised I haven't run into that more because chorizo is kind of like known for that. Hispanic Mexican flavor in like a breakfast yeah. like a scramble or something. But I yeah. yeah, you don't really see it being used with the tacos, but why not? Yeah, exactly. And because I had that idea because it's like, okay, this is, you know, a Hispanic thing, why not use it in at least in a Hispanic inspired thing? And we've because we've tried chorizo like a few times, uh just with various things and it just never quite hit with me. Because there's just just this kind of like slight sweetness to it that just hasn't mixed well with a lot of things. But like I said, we tried with some like burrito slash enchiladas, whatever the crap you want to call them. Um, and yeah, it was just it just fit and it just clicked and it's just like, oh my god, I'm doing this from now on. I don't care. It's so good. Excellent. So thumbs up on the chorizo. Thumbs up on the strawberries and cream. Dr Pepper. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, we're waiting to hear on the peeps, Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Bert, Bert is out on that one. <laughs>
All right. Um, let's see what we should talk about first. Um, I, you know, it was funny right before the show, and I'd forgotten. I usually do log in every Tuesday to check out the <laughs> Bright Desk store, uh, Destiny, even if there's nothing going on. But I hadn't done that this week yet. And actually, there's quite a bit of things I like this week. I got. Anyone look at Center Des? Uh, okay, so I got the Read the Map. Exotic emote. That one sounds fun. Even though Apparently, it's 3,000. have that one. Oh, you already have that one. Hmm. Somehow. <laughs> Somehow, some way. And whenever there's a shader I don't have, so there was the growing guilt on the front page. I didn't have that, so I just got that. But that's those are only 300. But then on the Bright Dust page, that ghost shell is pretty cool. The nucleus shell. Well, apparently, yeah. I already have that one as well. Okay. <laughs> good, good. And then I finally got the, even though I don't usually run Crown of Tempest, there's the uh, ornament for that, the Sovereign Signal. So I purchased that also, just so that I'll have it. Uh, so I dropped about 5K worth of Bright Dust. But that's okay, because I had about 23, and now I'm down to like 17. Might as well use it. Well, yeah. I mean, I that's the thing. Like, I don't get frivolous things that I know, like, I have to really want something, but at the same time, then when I do, I'm not afraid to spend the money. So that's why it always works out. I'm usually okay with Bright Dust. So, nice. yeah. Anything interesting? Yeah, I guess you already have everything, Sin. <laughs> <laughs> Collector after all. <laughs> Collector after all. I don't, I don't have the bag emote or the coach dance. Coach dance, I didn't get. It looks fine, but there's so many dances. That one looks a little basic to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carpool, thanks for your comment. Carpool said, Des, I'm Mexican and grew up on Tex-Mex, and that's a travesty. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to understand, like, what's the, what's, what, what's the travesty part? The fact that you grew up on Tex-Mex or using right? like <laughs> See, I don't like Tex-Mex either. I come from Southern California. I like coastal... More just like, you know, or other type of Mexican. I don't like Tex-Mex. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I'll eat it, but. Yeah. It, please tell us more, Carpool. We love yeah. the comment, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clarify that a little bit for us. <laughs> or for me. I, I, I'm, I, I might be a little dumb, but yeah. Maybe the idea uh, of putting chorizo in tacos. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But hey, you can put anything in tacos. You can put fish in tacos. You can put, uh, okay. yeah. <clears throat> you can put um, beef stomach in tacos. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people think that's weird. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the American way is to, if there's a food or a meat, uh, let's replace it with another food or meat and see how it does. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely. We love having everyone here in the comments. Um, Let's see. But yeah, too, not too much going on in Destiny this week. Um, oh, real quick, he says he loves Tex-Mex, but Treasel's always been more of a morning thing. Yeah, again, I think that's just that. by design. I'm always been a big proponent of, I think it's silly that certain foods are just morning or dinner. And a lot of people are okay with, uh, they'll have breakfast for dinner, like pancakes or waffles or cereal. But so, so obviously, like people are accepting of it somewhat. But then dinner I mean, for breakfast. Oh no, you can't do that. <laughs> right. But so. then you like have like regional breakfasts that just sound like weird. Like apparently 
uh, our UK listeners can confirm, but it's like a bean or something, some type of bean yes. that is uh-huh. um, commonly served as a breakfast item, and that's not I something we do. So it's like, so no, it's like it's just yeah. I don't know. Like I, I do agree with you that having a a breakfast like thinking it's only for breakfast does sound like a little silly, but yeah, I don't know. I've uh, but yeah, yeah, I definitely. I am definitely the type to explore and uh, try things, and yeah. Yeah, me too. I think that's what part of it is, is um, I like trying new things. and uh... Like, <laughs> I normally don't like uh, bougieing up uh, foods, but uh, we, end up, we ended up at one point in time making a meatloaf with uh, panko instead of, like, bread or breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. And it made such a like texture because especially with the way because my wife doesn't actually do it in the oven she does like a pan variation um but it makes this like crisp like outer layer that is just very interesting like texture and like taste wise so yeah so we started using panko for meatloaf <laughs> excellent yeah Hey, we're not above giving food recommendations here on the show. As you know, we ask guests what their favorite desserts are. And yeah, if you in the chat, give us feedback even after the show, if you're listening to this afterwards on things that you like, interesting taco protein substitutions, whatever, you know, go for it. (laughs) If you haven't haven't tried chorizo in a burrito, I definitely recommend it. Mm -hmm. All right, Sin, Triumphs, remind me because... Guess what? I finally finished my last Warlock class triumph, the stupid one that you had to get Dawn Blade. The flaming, Dawn Blade kills, and you had to get 10 in a row, counts as one, you know, kill 10 enemies and 10 enemies in quick succession. And anyone who's been playing raids with me lately, too, will sometimes notice I flub because I'd been on that subclass super and then forget to switch back to well. And then we're in the raid, do to do. I'm doing, you know, arc or whatever, and then I switch to solar to uh, do when we need well for certain encounters. And then, okay, ready to place the well. Oh crap! It's Don Blade. It's not well. <laughs> sorry guys, sorry, sorry. I'll have I'll have well next time. It happens. <laughs> glad to finally have that done. And you know what I did have to do was I just because they weren't coming easily, I had to go into Shirochi. And then it was super easy. I got even groups of 20 at a time, so I'd get two checked off at a time. Nice. That was kind of a stupid one. Remind me, do you have a lot of those done? Do you at least have all your Titan ones done, or do you have any lingering on that? Oh, yeah, all my Titan ones are done. I don't have everything completed for Warlock or Hunter yet. I do need to jump back in and do those. That's just kind of like piddly stuff I want to do at some point. But they're a fair amount of triumph score, a lot of them. So you should they actually are. prioritize some of those, yeah. Yeah, it. my thing is I'll probably end up just multitasking it with something else. Like if I have to do certain things over and over again, like these heist battlegrounds, I'll probably just group them with that because I'm doing a heist now on my Titan. I thought you said Come ice on. battlegrounds. <laughs> ice. <laughs> the icy I mean, battlegrounds. Ice if you're on Europa, maybe. That's true. One of them's there. So, yeah, I might might actually switch now that I'm thinking about it and just go back and do the seasonal story uh, on one of those characters and try to knock them out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then 
we not much is going on though we did have a fun raid last night that i was in with a new gentleman and got his first vow clear vow the disciple so um i forget how fun that raid is you know we've been ever since king's fall came out we mostly switched over to that with an occasional vow run and it went really well um last couple of vows i'd run before people were flubbing more in first encounter than even third but this time it was more like a traditional like we did super well first encounter i think we got first phase second encounter first phase third encounter we flubbed like three or four times and then we were just getting tired so fourth encounter which usually the boss encounter is not hard by any means but we flubbed a few times there but uh overall got it done and it was a lot of fun nice um let's see we have a couple questions but maybe this one we can go into part of another conversation but speaking of raids really quick one of, one of the things i want to talk about tonight is there's been you know chatter of the new raid coming out uh what's the date again march 10th i believe friday 11th. oh yeah 11th is day two that's right yep yeah i'm yeah i'm just saying the actual day one and people are starting to put raid groups together so i figured I'd give people a few tips and uh wish for everyone the best and um First of all, you know, start looking for people you've played with before, ideally, or people you can trust. Because I would say, and there's nothing wrong with going in with people you don't know, but if you can avoid it, don't go into a day one or two raid with people you haven't raided with before. Right? I mean, of all the times to go in a raid, it's a little more likely, even if people have best intentions, to have a little bit higher stress, a little bit, you know, more like what are you doing? Or, you know, things like that, even if we don't mean it in the end. Of course, we love everyone in the end when we're done. But uh, try to be a little, you know, picky is just my opinion on that. But if you do need help finding people, you can use the 100 bot. We've already seen some of those postings. Uh, I would also maybe suggest from a lot of experience that we have, and I'm not trying to talk anyone out of it, but I'm not doing a day one raid. And a lot of people who hasn't experienced it yet. I was actually DMing one guy who was asking my opinion on this. And he didn't even realize, because he's a newer player, that um, day one has the contest mode. Yeah. So there's still a lot of people out there that don't really realize what day one means. And even when they hear that, they're going to be like, okay, that means a little bit harder, whatever, right? But here's the thing. It depends on what you want. People are like, well, I just want to go in day one and experience some. But the problem is most groups, especially on a new harder raid, King's Fall people got further because King's Fall, let's admit, day one in King's Fall is a lot easier than day one on Val. But I'm Crazy. assuming the, ne the next raid will be harder again, right? Because it's a new raid. So I would say 99% of our community, if you try a day one, only expect to get a couple encounters in, right? If that's what you're going for, great. But you can actually experience more of the raid if you go on day two. So why not not deal with all the stress? Consider day two. Plus, day one's on a Friday. A lot of people probably have to work. It's probably just going to be reserved to the streamers, you know? <laughs> so just Kingsley tips. Take it what it's worth. You can totally ignore me if I'm just talking shit. But, uh, you know, just some tips. Because I, I think some people out there still don't actually realize how it all works and what it all means and stuff. And much luck to everyone finding your groups and find chill people to raid with, and then you'll have more fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, day one, like with contact, day one has basically become like your 
either your hardcore or kind of the people that just want to still jump in day one. But yeah, I don't know. I I lost my taste in attempting day one <laughs> thanks to contest mode. Oh, like even they even trying like a what was a vault? Even like half understanding. Like, because I, I get what you're saying about like difficulty. Because uh, I mean, with the returning raids, you still have like a general idea of what's going on. Whereas, I mean, if it's something new, I mean, you just <laughs> you're looking at every nook and cranny because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. Uh, you're right. Know. Even even Vault, I feel like in day one. 99% of in our communities and groups that we know only got at most through the third encounter in Vault on day one. Right? I think so. Yeah. I think most, so. A lot of people were even stuck on the second encounter. There were a good group of us that was that couldn't even get the door open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a while. Right. <laughs> See, day one can actually be worse than Master. Here, here's why. Yeah. Because Master, you can eventually level up to get close to or even over the amount but day one no matter how high and there's going to be a minimum to get in probably but you're always 25 under you can't over level you yeah. it's it's going to be difficult no matter what you can do you can't make it any easier yeah which i mean i i like that aspect of it for the people that do you know the first clear races because everyone is at like a completely even playing field like it doesn't matter how hardcore they're like hoarding things and like you know power leveling to get up to me you're only as effective as basically a certain notch and once you're there you're just there that's it and it's very fair for like uh even non-streamers like the hardcore like non-streamers that do try to get worlds first um like i said it puts everyone on just a very fair playing field for that and then for that i love it it's just yeah, I'm not going to... No. <laughs> not again. <laughs> well, Get with me on people... day two or day three <laughs> yeah. for like early tries. <laughs> well, and some people have already been DMing me for like a group up or whatever. I We have a great team already set up. I would love to run with everyone, but I'm looking forward to what we're going to do. I believe we're going to be going in blind, right, Sin, on day two, so we're still going to have a good time not knowing anything about it. Day two. Yes, sir. That'll going be fun. Going in blind. Yeah, I'm not going to watch any videos. You guys won't. And then we'll just have fun kind of exploring it together. And I mean, yeah, if we watch like five minutes of the the winning team, something that happens, like that's pretty okay. But yeah, we, we all kind of just did a gentleman's agreement. Like we're going to go in blind and we're yeah. going to do about reset time on day two on Saturday. Yeah, and it might seem like uh, like obsessive advice, but definitely have like these types of things like set and clear if you're if you are looking to go into like a, an early rate team like i would say probably for the first couple of weeks like you know check and make sure if everyone's trying to do it like blind or you know whatever um, oh yeah expectations too of like how long you're going to try yeah. i mean the team we're running with we all kind of know but yeah. let's say if you're going new into a team if people don't talk ahead of time there there can even just be obvious things that people don't talk about, like how long are we going to try before we give up? Yeah. And if you don't, t- exactly. it sounds silly to talk about ahead of time, but if you don't, and let's say someone's like three hours in and like, yeah, I'm kind of going to go guys. And they're like, already, you know, it's so a lot of people yeah. would be like, 
well, you know, if you didn't talk about it ahead of time, you know, then yeah. uh, it can be an issue. Yeah, and also find out like how hardcore people want to do blind. Uh, if there's like, let's say we try this for an hour, do we want to start like looking at things? You know, um, because yeah, there's just so much to like blind attempts uh, and such that there's just a lot of layers to early rating. Yeah, there can be anyway. So, yeah, and I know some of this might be obvious to people listening, but I just thought it was a f- fun thing to talk yeah. about. If you have any tips or suggestions, let us know too. Or if you're going in with the team and you're excited, let us know. I mean, th- this is exciting. We have a new raid coming up again, so uh, we'll see what it's like. And uh, oh, what was the text? So yeah, there's definitely things to talk about this week. But I'm going to pull up the page again. They there's a little blurb. This isn't spoiler at all. This is Destiny marketing that's out ahead of time, and it says about the raid. I don't know if you saw this little blurb, Des. Probably did not. Okay, new raid, and the picture doesn't show anything. It's just a generic raid icon. Yeah. But ferried from an unknown time and place, a haunting presence has been detected. We must now confront the ancient threat. Growing at our doorstep. Hmm. I know, vague, but still a little kind of details. And then people are like, Vex? Unknown time and place? No. No, not Vex. I don't don't think, I don't think Vex again. That, I don't know why, but this is, okay, this, this just might be my crazy, like, Lord Brain happening, but just, I don't know, with the ver- with the, the wording they're using, for some reason, it puts me in mind of the Burrath. Really? But, um, they say this like, we've never detected this presence before, and we already know about Zeburrath. Well, that's true. It says a haunting presence has been detected from an unknown time and place. So that, to me, makes mm. it seem like it couldn't be Zebrath, but maybe they're just doing work. That is true, too. Perhaps. But I don't know. Like I said, there, there's just something about that text that she just pops out of my head for whatever reason. Um, even though, yeah, I don't know. It, it would make sense for her to be a, a rape boss. Well, yeah, Carpel says, what about a new enemy that Lightfall will have? I mean... I mean, it's potential, but we've also been like speculating new enemies. Uh, how long? Probably since after Taken King, whenever they introduced Taken, uh, we've been like trying to speculate. No, no, no. I remember what it was. No, 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 no. I think uh, we've been speculating new enemies. Uh, there was an old leak. Um, not leak, but. Uh, some like old plans for apparently the original proto raid, uh, which has given the rise of the rumors of darkness entities and a darkness race as an enemy. Um, because apparently at the end of the proto raid was going to have, like the final boss, I think was going to be something about like a, oh, I forget the verbiage they used, but it was some kind of like a. It was something that hinted at, uh, like, darkness or whatever. Yeah. Well, this I seems believe. to imply to me that it probably won't be Callus or Sivu Wrath. I mean... But other than that, we don't know too much. Possible. It is definitely possible. Hey, they also it, told us, uh, when they updated the page a little bit, um, because we had a weapons trailer, and then they updated the Lightfall page a little bit, and then, of course, they also 
have told us in a blog post this week about some uh, weapons changes coming out. But real quick, the other thing they told us when they updated the page is just a little blurb about the six-player activity called Terminal Overload. The Shadow Legion and the Vex are conducting an all-out assault on the city, put an end to their destruction in the six-player matchmade activity. Okay, whatever. It sounds... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> kind of generic, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, but... um, Siege hey, on the city, made. though. Um, well, it could be the, the Neomuna city. I'm betting that's what it is. Probably. Uh, also, Carpal does say they did say there was a new type of enemy uh, in Lightfall that would be like clones of Kallus, which that will probably be in line of the quote-unquote new enemy type that was in Rise of Iron, which was the Devil Splicers, which technically weren't new, but were kind of new. Oh, but there's also um, the... No, but there's the um, the Disciple-type enemy Charger guy, or whatever he's called, um, Champion enemies mm, yeah yeah there's those two but i don't know if they're just like i'm i have the impression so far they're just like a one-off champion type thing here and there i don't know if it's going to be like other models and lots of them all around or anything like that yeah i mean then if they're clones of Kalos, i i'm about willing to bet their their base models are going to be the same as the bathers from uh, uh leviathan oh god i mean I mean, either that or like kind of like Galran. Because, I mean, Cabal kind of look, you know, similar. It's not racist because in in programming, you make models look the same. And like Cabal look the same, like literally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, yeah. I, I'm definitely, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, like, they do use enough wording where you definitely, definitely don't know for certain what's going to be in the raid, and I do always enjoy that. Yeah, and with all the new Lifefall stuff coming out, we have a question um, from Lawyer Laz. He says, "Imagine I'm a Destiny fan who's fallen off the game for the past few years. How would you sell Lightfall to me to convince me to get back into the game?" Uh, technically, one word: Spider-Man. <laughs> Strand yeah, turns you into I mean, Spider-Man. They Come do on. have a big sell with that. <laughs> I guess you can use that as the sell. I mean, that's that's my mark. That that, that that that's definitely like my sell. Like, oh, you think you know how to move in Destiny? Spider-Man. <laughs> like imagine web slinging. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's different. It's new. If that's not gonna, if that's not gonna grab you enough to try to at least try Lightfall, I I I really don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> let, another thing. Let's be honest. Another thing we could say, although if you're a player that's dropped off for a while, and if you haven't tried the Witch Queen campaign, that's a little odd because there's been so much good talk about how good of a campaign yeah. that was. That was like Forsaken level good. And um, all we could really say is like, well, right after a campaign comes out is one of the best times to hop in because there's tons of content and the campaign's probably going to be awesome. And you have Spider-Man, you have this and that. So I think it's an easy answer. Just do it. You know, it's going to be a good time to hop in. I would say at the very, 
at the very least, just get Lightfall. Like, don't buy extra seasons. Don't just if you're unsure of it, get Lightfall. Go through the campaign. If you're not in love with it all over again, I mean, I, I think you still get your money's worth out of it. Essentially, yeah. But um, but yeah. So yeah, I mean. That's the thing we have to remember, right? It's like, okay, we don't have to be playing Destiny year-round to even get our money's worth. It's those of us that do, yes, we bring our, our playtime per dollar down to, like, the pennies. But uh, even if you only put, like, 10 hours into the campaign and the couple side quests and things like that and running a couple exotic quests, that's still well worth the 40 to $60 yeah. or however much you're going to pay, you know? I mean, entire game like used to be made on like a eight to ten hour campaign no i mean that's kind of a nod towards ultra call, call of duties which you know their campaigns were super simple to go through and if you didn't get it for multiplayer you were looking at like eight to ten hours and hey you're done um, but i mean yeah so yeah. like going off of that um yeah worth it like i said you get to try new things with the New subclass and new story, new enemies and stuff. If that doesn't hook you, <laughs> nothing will. No, just kidding. I mean, like I said, I, I still say, like I said, I, I still stand that you, you basically get your money's worth out of. Oh yeah, that experience. Um, that's what I would do if I was in those shoes, because uh, you could definitely tempt me with Spider Man. Uh, but it, like I said. It, even not being super interested, I would probably myself just grab Lightfall, go through the campaign, test out the new stuff, and walk away probably satisfied. Yep, yep. All right. Um, let's get into. Well, we can do the TWAB first. If well, okay. The, we should talk about the new weapons, and I know. Um, Rodimus has a question about that. We can talk about it first or after, but also they kind of give a better TLDR of the new weapons in this week's TWAB, which is light in general. Or we can also go on the blog post that talks about weapon changes coming for next season. I haven't read the TWAB. Well, there's not much. Okay, I'll do the TWAB just because this will also get to a question that Rodimus has. The TWAB is just reiterating a couple things. And... um. Ramus has a question. What do you want to see come from Lightfall coming from the new weapons? Of course, we don't know all the new weapons yet, but we had a little trailer that shows us some of the cool new weapons coming out. So let's go over what these names are and what they do, which, again, they just re reiterate in the TWAB. All right, so we have final warning. Uh, this doesn't tell what it is. That's stupid. So I got to go back to the other page. Do you remember what final warning is? That is... Gosh, because I, I, I don't actually, care about having all these memorized yet. Is that the <laughs> know, right? sidearm? It's a sidearm. Yes, thank you, Sen. That's the one okay. that uh, basically is a strand sidearm. Yeah, strand sidearm. Yeah, yep. Hold down the trigger of this kinetic slot. Oh, here we go. Strand sidearm. Okay, we just said it a little further. <laughs> to mark targets within range and load a burst of bullets. When hip firing, projectiles track aggressively toward marked targets. So kind of like a osteo sidearm. <laughs> Kind of. kind of, yeah. It kind of sounds like that. Uh, kind of like a mix between if Osteo and Last Word had a baby. Like yeah. Final Warning, kind of sounds like what that baby would be. 
So it sounds fun. Sounds fun. All right. Deterministic chaos. This is a void machine gun. While holding the trigger, every fourth bullet becomes a heavy projectile that weakens targets on impact. And then every fourth heavy projectile, so after 16 bolts, makes targets volatile on impact. Interesting. Yeah. So they're saying it'll be really good on void builds. Yeah. That was the one they had the uh, trailer on, right? Just today, they just put the single trailer on it? Well, yes, yes. And then and then all of these were kind of shown a little bit on the Tuesday weapons trailer. Or last, yeah, Tuesday, I think it was, right? Yep. Right. I didn't check the one out today, Sin. Yeah, I saw something, but I didn't know it was another little... So it was a trailer just on this one? For the one today? Yeah, I think it was just uh, highlighting that. Okay. No, that's good. I remember them doing that last time too, just highlighting certain weapons individually after the fact. <sighs> I mean, this weapon looks a little clunky. I like how the sidearm looks a lot better, but sounds like a cool thing, so we'll give that a try also. All right, next, Winter Bite. This heavy slot exotic stasis glaive. Oh my god. I know, right? That's a string of words to put together. A heavy glaive, exotic glaive, stasis glaive, fires a large ball of energy that locks onto nearby targets and freezes them. God, that doesn't even look I like mean, if it doesn't glaive. freeze the whole field, I'm not going <laughs> yeah, yeah, to... I mean, that's... Cool. It's like a tracking... It's almost like a... What was it called? What was it? Boltcaster. It's almost like using Boltcaster in PvP back in D1. Yeah. Or, you know, for all you new D2 people, Vortex, uh, not Vortex, uh, caster frames. And this thing freaking looks like a, kind of like a trident, but like closer together and longer spear points. It doesn't even look this, like a uh, blade, really. It actually, uh, for any mythology head that hasn't looked at this yet, it looks like Triton's dagger. Uh, Triton, who is the son of Poseidon, had a three-bladed dagger that okay. well upon artist artistic uh interpretation looked a lot like this mm-hmm. yeah okay um and then okay so those are some weapons and then they talk about a exotic helmet for hunters yeah cry Taranchi's facade if I'm saying that right. After grappling, this exotic helmet gives extra protection as hunters gain body armor. Only body says head still vulnerable and flinch resistance. Interesting. <laughs> so some extra protection as you're swinging around <laughs> after grappling. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But if you're good enough to track the head, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Titans, you get Abeyant Leap. When Titans use their barricade, gross, it gives extra armor to its wielder and spawns two additional seeking projectiles that track targets aggressively and suspend them. I mean, that could be good. That's a good, that's a good class ability. Uh, addition. Yeah. All right. Warlocks get something called Swarmers. I love the name. This new exotic leg armor allows Warlocks to create 
threadlings to infest and attack enemies after destroying a tangle. I love it. I love little things that come out. They're like little NPC. If these don't look like spiders and just kind of attack enemies, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but that sounds I'm so gonna... cool. <laughs> Why does this description sound like it came from the movie It? No, not It. Um, The Thing. The Thing, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds fun. I don't know how powerful it's going to be, but I am down to try that one. I'm going to be sending my spiders after you, Sin. My threadlings. That sounds provocative. <laughs> threadlings. <That's>... Hazel. <laughs> Hazel is going to hate this one. <laughs> he hates the spiders. <laughs> also, hello, Muffin. Hello, hello. It's never the wrong time. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, just some fun, fun thing that they, fun things that they gave us there, and they show pictures on the Lightfall page. The freaking hunter mask, gross looking with a billion eyes, kind of like you know, that thing. Um, the Titan boots, kind of weird looking, and the warlock boots are weird looking too. So, whatever. <laughs> they look. That's really weird. I don't know. Check it out on the Lightfall page if you care to see what they look like. Hopefully some cool ornaments come out right away. <laughs> All right. Of those, what are we most excited for? Just kind of answer Rodimus's question. Ooh. I said I want my threadlings. <laughs> I would be stuck between Final Warning and Winter Bite, I believe. This Final Warning looks good, too. Oh my god, that thing looks. But yeah. Yeah, the yeah, side arm. About Final Warner. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Winterbite, though. Uh, I don't know. Like, it will depend on uh, if it's too good of a tracking ball, like it's going to be broken, and then it's going to get nerfed, and then everyone's going to hate it and forget about it. Uh, but if it's not good enough, no one's going to use it, and everyone's going to put it in the vault and forget about it. So, I mean, uh, it's that one has, I think, Winterbite has a uh, a tougher line to walk than anything else. Yeah. And this is the machine gun, though. You like the machine gun? Yeah, I think that one will be very interesting to use. And this certainly isn't going to be everything. There's probably going to be some, because I don't think they told us about Parasite ahead of time, right? The exotic quest afterwards for Witch Queen. So there's undoubtedly going to be no. some extra extra things, too. Or did they? I'm trying to remember. They might have teased it. No, they did, because uh, I remember people talking about launching uh, worm babies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but still, there's undoubtedly going to be at least something else. Uh, but this is cool enough. And these are just the exotics. Indeed. And we have some current weapon archetype changes coming up. Is do you have some information on that? Oh, I have all the information. Are you free for the next hour? No, the LDR, at least, <laughs> or at least <laughs> at least fifteen twenty minutes. <laughs> we don't want quick. people. Give we don't want tweet. people t tuning out, listening. Not not that you're bored, guys, but like you know, people can only handle so much talk of certain things. No, no, I I I understand. <laughs> I understand uh, entirely. I definitely understand. Um, the, the, I mean, one big TLDR is they're doing a lot of cool stuff for weapons. Uh, come Lightfall, like a hundred percent, like super super cool. Um, just in general, they're in the they're 
red reticule will be enabled on PC. Yay. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, linear fusion rifles have been too good, so they're getting nerfed. Except for the exotic ones. Legitimately. <laughs> like this, it's not a joke. One. <laughs> no, Queensbreaker is also Oh, Queensbreaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. See? See? There's ones. It's plural. The other one, I mean, Sleeper. Of course, everyone's going to remember Sleeper, but yeah. yeah. Um... Wait, I'm trying to remember. So, Queensbreaker, was it a heavy slot? No, I don't remember. It's been so long. It I is. know, right? It is? Okay, it is. fair. Okay. Well, oh, geez. Um, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it has to be. No, hey. Well, they're talking about exotic linear fusion rifles. Yeah, I mean, so. that's true. I'm just trying to remember if it was a heavy in D1 for some reason. Yeah, or that's where I was going to Yeah, definitely like a heavy slot. Yeah. Anyway, um, machine guns are getting a. I'm I'm gonna bet dollars to donuts that uh Mercules is responsible for a lot of this write up uh because they start because they talk about DTKs, uh, time mm -hmm. to kill, mm -hmm. um which I don't remember many Bungie, like tech blogs or anything like really diving into DTKs, mm -hmm. um especially specifying tier six resiliency. Which, if I'm not mistaken, is what massive breakdowns used as their basis. Yeah. By the way, you can check that out. Um, like, they are uh, high impacts. Rapid fires are going to be better to use in PvP. Um, but this, uh, they do specify that this damage change. At, does roughly does also translate to uh, PVE because um, they're modifying base damage. Uh, so PVE they will also receive well more damage. Yeah, maybe it says about ten percent damage. Unless that's um, only one that, stat. I believe that's based on the base damage, uh, which probably might translate. About evenly into PVE as well. Yeah. Um, also, they're changing uh, the ammo reserve like values for MGs. Um, basically, a big TLDR on that one is with this change, uh, low reserve machine guns will get a big boost to their reserves, while high reserve machine guns won't get as much of a boost. But pretty much all machine guns are getting reserve ammo. Boosts. So hooray. Oh, and real quick, back to linear fusions. Yes, we were talking about Queensbreaker, but Sin Sleeper can be viable again because they nerfed all the other ones. Right. Are you excited for Sleeper? <laughs> it was still viable before. It just wasn't top DBS. I mean, yeah, but now well, yeah, it's not viable ago. for like raids, but now it can be viable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it is one way to. It's the sleeper is still king of the linears because, well, they nerfed the rest of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> which they um, had to do. Yeah. It's funny. I wonder because you know D one ended with sleeper being the play, the strat, and uh, we're getting closer to the end of D two. So I wonder if it'll end that way also. <laughs> <laughs> right. What exotic heavy should I use? Do you have sleeper? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but, but, but I'm excited about this next one. This one could be the play, even over sleep. Right. Right. That's true. Um, and I saw the discussion, which I still hold true because sleeper would probably still just be easier to use. But anyhow, um, but it's yes, heavy. I like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fair. It's it's fair. Um, especially if they bring full court back. But anyway, um, heavy grenade launchers are going to be getting a buff. Uh, their damage versus champions, mini bosses, bosses, and vehicles are getting increased by twenty percent, which is pretty massive. But their damage to miners, which are your red bars and your basic trash mobs, are getting buffed by 40%. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, they will be improving projectile collision, so making it a little easier to land hits. Uh, they're increasing the blast radius by a meter, which is pretty massive. Um, and Parasite is unaffected. It does huge damage already. Yeah, who cares? But this does tell us, though, and they confirmed because people didn't read between the lines, so they had it confirmed to some people, but obviously, but Anarchy and Prospector are also getting the yep. buff. Yep, for sure. Uh, so, yeah. wait, isn't that basically what they nerfed Anarchy by a while back? Something, yeah. So, like something close to 20%. So, it might yeah. actually be overcoming that nerf in a little more. Because of tick damage so, and plays, yeah. or you may still start with it and then move to something else, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, so who knows? Uh, this might be the re-rise of Anarchy, which would be interesting. Um, they're not really changing much. Uh, on shotguns, because even though there is a little paragraph here, what they're basically adding to shotguns is they will be uh, the shotgun reticules will be wider um, so that way you can more accurately like see the spread angle uh, while hip firing a shotgun. So shotgun reticules will be more accurate. Uh, kinetic weapons. This is actually pretty massive. Um, because this also confirms something that I've noticed while trying to do uh, <laughs> PVE uh, DPS numbers back in the day. Um, I've, I've always noticed like kinetic weapons, for whatever reason, did just a little more damage than uh, energy weapons, so I couldn't do like flat comparisons. But, yes, kinetic primary weapons had an... Or actually just all kinetic weapons had a damage multiple or an extra damage multiplier, or I guess a base damage of 1.05. So they did just a smidge more damage. Uh, they are buffing that for kinetic primaries, bringing that to 1.1, which isn't massive, but should be feelable. And kinetic specials are getting buffed to 1.15, which should be nice. Also, kinetic slot stasis weapons will no longer have the 5% damage bonus versus unshielded targets in PvE. Mm. And there's also a kinetic damage type perk coming in Lightfall. Mm. Yeah, this does kind of mix it up a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. But something to keep in mind. It does make a... I mean, if you're really min-maxing for DPS, like it does make a... Because I also noticed uh, talks of like rapid fire sniper rifles being, you know, 
good to use for DPS, which is very true. Um, I didn't believe it myself until my own, like, what was it? Uh, triple tap ammo buff and, like, high impact, high impact reserves for a Iclo sniper, which did fantastically against a, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? The end of Deepstone Crypt. Tanix. Yeah. Jesus. Why does that name leave me? Had to kill him like five times. Anyway. So yeah. So that'll actually make kinetics for you min-maxers make kinetics a little more valuable. Exotic changes. Which, to be fair, a lot of these changes are just adding uh, subclass 3.0 verbs to weapons that either did a thing similar or just kind of embody an element. Uh, like Queensbreaker. Uh, Queensbreaker will use uh, Arc 3.0 blind instead of its normal blind. Um, and it will now chain to nearby enemies. <laughs> I love this. And Ruinous Effigy feels voidy. Um, so now the Transmutation Sphere Slam Attack will suppress. Um, they're doing good things for Leviathan's Breath, it sounds like. Um, they're trying to really uh, narrow Leviathan's Breath into a niche of being a champion killer, so they're buffing its base, or they're buffing its damage against champions by 30%. Uh, yeah. Um, they're also increasing its damage in PvP to be able to one-shot, headshot uh, Guardians while in super. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is kind of fair considering it takes like 30 years to draw that thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's fair that it, yeah, if you if you can tag it in the head with the Leviathan's Breath, I'm of the belief it should die in Super or not. Yeah, it's like a um, canon version of a bow. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and perfect draw impacts will now apply volatile. So those are all very good things. And I believe they, because they added uh, unstoppable or they ha it has unstoppable intrinsic and anti-champion, I believe. Um, so yeah, 30% damage buff. Uh, that should be nice. Um, Thousand Voices. Like we were talking about that just last week. Um, it will now do, or it will now apply Scorch Stacks uh, for its explosion because it felt solar e apparently. Sunshot, also, its explosive kills will now apply Scorch. Uh, Polaris Lance, perfect fifth shots now apply Scorch Stacks. <laughs> this is nuts. Uh, Two-tailed fox. Um, the this not only because you know, two-tailed fox fires two rockets, uh, solar and a void. So the solar rocket will now apply massive stacks of scorch. The void rocket will apply suppress. And the they say the cataclysm completes the trifecta, um, but they don't actually say what that trifecta is. I'm assuming probably jolt of some kind. 
I'm guessing, or it could be some strand thing. Who knows? But either way, um, yes, Two-Tailed Fox will be having subclass verbs from three different subclasses. So yes. Um, also, Prometheus Lens, they are adding the incandescent perk to the catalyst. So they're basically giving it Scorch. And then Grand Overture um, also is being folded into an arc blind with its catalyst. So hooray. Yeah, lots of little things there. Indeed. And potentially um, big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... Uh, I mean, Leviathan's Breath, I, um, it, it might be a contender for like an exotic slot for, you know, champion-related things. Maybe not, because I think I probably said that last time, too. But hey, who knows? Um, yes, perks. Uh, they're updating a few things. Um, well, I say a few things, but there's literally two things that they're updating to work with Strand, and that is Osmosis and Elemental Capacitor, um, which I feel like this is sooner than what they updated those for Stasis. I think we had Stasis for a while before these got updated, so it seems like with launch, these perks will work with Strand. Um, and for Strand on Elemental Capacitor, you will gain plus 20 Airborne Effectiveness, which will turn into plus 25 with the enhanced version. Uh, they do give us the hint that Rewind Rounds... I always flip up when I say that. Um, are going to be shipping on more things than just vault weapons, so they're changing that to work with non-vault of glass weapons. Because I guess it was somehow coded that they would only work with those specific weapons. Who knows? <laughs> they're basically re-nerfing Eager Edge. Yeah. Uh, so I have... It, it's a bunch of stuff. Um... Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, they are renaming Blinding Grenades, because with the rise of Arc 3.0 and the Blind Verbiage, uh, Blinding Grenades does not do what Arc 3.0 Blind does, so they are renaming them to Disorienting Grenades, <laughs> just to clear up some confusion. The, the only thing that's going to add to confusion now is... What it's a little bit easier to say the word blinding versus disorienting, yeah. you know? Yeah. They could have so. said stun grenade. Yeah. Keep it simple I mean, if you can. You know? <laughs> well, the, well, then it might have... I don't know, because they're trying to avoid words that make you think, like, oh, this will benefit like from something that happens or whatever with arc blind. No, blinding nades won't do that. Um, but yeah. And also, they are nerfing uh, the viced stinger virgin trait um, which I entirely understand and agree with um, instead of like a full magazine um, it will now reload 25% of the magazine whenever it procs so it'll still be strong it just won't be absolutely busted yeah but a little bit of a little bit of oof there <laughs> When you're used to it, yeah. So, yeah, definitely yeah. another reason why I don't think I'm going to be messing with my LFRs at all unless we hear something that goes to the forefront. 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and those are uh, the meat and potatoes of these changes. So, like I said, some really good stuff. Um, it, it's primarily, um, I mean, yeah, they're making, they're bringing up machine guns, they're bringing down fusion rifles, they're bringing up heavy grenade launchers. Which is basically all things that they said that they were planning on doing. And these are the steps. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Leviathan's Breath is a nice surprise. And I 100% agree with, like, all of these 3.0 verbs uh, being thrown on exotic weapons because, yeah, it makes sense. Like, 1K voices will apply solar scorch stacks. It makes sense. It shoots, it, like, spits fire out of it so why not right yeah all all makes sense right now yeah well live updates in what are you doing well running around on my hunter just trying to get uh <laughs> incendiary grenade kills <laughs> nice nice the highlight of my life right there <laughs> yeah well i finished uh and also right before the show i finished um we don't have to get into other game talk again, but I forgot. I did finish my replay through of Last of Us, part one. Oh, nice. How long did that take you? Way less time than the first time through, but still, you know, I got a lot of enjoyment from it. Probably 10 to 15 hours. Actually, you know, I, I did see that it is on the PlayStation Store, and it's like there's a PS5 version. Is it just the remastered, but for PS5? Yeah, and I put the money down for it, but it was so worth it. Okay, so they they've had different releases of it. They had the original one, of course, then they spruced it up a little bit for PS4, and that's still included in the collection if you have a PS5 or if you got it on when it was for PS Plus at some point. And it's still better than the original original. But they they remastered this for PS5 and with all the rumble controls on the controller and way better graphics and it is pretty stunning um the fidelity I'm, on it if i remember because uh, they talked about last of us part one when they did the thing with this with the show um if i if that, that could be wrong because again my memory is not like you know the best but I, I think what they did was they took the last of us part two like pieces of its engine and like worked it into like the original last of us yeah yeah but the funny thing too though is um the graphics of last of us part one are better than last of us part two they haven't redone that for ps5 yet ah, that's funny <laughs> so um and i want to play last of us part two and i'll probably be fine just go it's not gonna be like that worse by any means but um yeah but really fun and then when you play through it um it opens up a lot of cool extra modes. I'm trying to remember if it originally did this, but it, it adds in a bunch of director's commentary that you can do when you play through the second time. You have to unlock it once. You can do extra skins, like different um, clothing styles for both Joel and Ellie. And, then, and you can do different graphical overlays. You can do like a cartoon cartoon mode or like a Matrix mode. or And I don't know if they go throughout the whole game or only just certain scenes, but... There's a lot of like, oh, and you can do like slow-mo unlocks so that when you're doing firing, it slows down. So like, it's funny, like you can play the game the second time and make it like even easier. You can do an unlimited ammo mode. So I wonder if you wow. can, 
combine that with um, hard mode. You know what I mean? So it might make it a little more appealing for me to run through it again on a harder mode, but if I had unlimited ammo. So uh, a lot of things that they added, I might do it alone just for the commentary part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, no, they've never done, like, most of that <laughs> for, like, unlocking extra yeah. things when you beat the game. Okay. Um, no, there's a I've, huge list. Yeah, not that I've done it myself, but, again, like, I used to watch a streamer that I've watched him a few times, or at least part of the runs where he had completed the game. And, yeah, there were no, like, uh, the original part one, the remastered, no. Like, yeah, these additional modes and stuff, I believe, are very new. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's... fun. It uh, it is, and that's why I really appreciate playing through the game again, too, because then watching the show, just seeing so much more. And we, we, we don't want to spoil it here. I do have a thread in the Discord where we can spoil talk there, but just let me say episode three was a lot of fun. You know, with them doing this series again, they to make it last a whole season, and I heard they probably into a season two and maybe a season three, but you know, you got to add, you got to make it in a way almost longer than the game in some ways. And so they're adding a lot of extra story in and doing a good job. And with that, of course, comes some changes, some minor changes. And there was a pretty big change in episode three, but something that I think I liked a lot where let's just put it this way. The first time I played through last of us, the bill character, I kind of forgot about him quickly later on because you meet him for a little bit, but then whatever. And maybe they talked about it a little bit in the story, but like, you don't like, chill with him for a long time you're just kind of like yeah but what they did and i'm not going to say anything but in the show they really emphasized bill and frank and a whole episode devoted where i can't really say if there's going to be more or not but but it just they put so much story into it in just one episode alone it's just brilliant I think Brilliant. Bill might have been one of those things, like uh, that might have been like some readable things, perhaps. I'm not 100 mm-hmm. percent sure. Uh, guess again, it's been so long since I played that game. Um, but yeah, I think that was like a additional like context within the game. Yeah, potentially. Um, but yeah, well, general, that sounds cool. Like uh, really fleshing out Bill, um, yep. because I mean. At least from my perspective, I think he kind of felt like he could have been a more major character. Well, and flushing out Frank, too. You don't see Frank in the game at all, other than you see him hung himself in dead in the garage. (laughs) You hear about Frank, but uh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, and uh, Bill is played by Ron Swanson. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This gruffy survivalist that also has a tender side. And then uh, Frank is played by, if anyone's watched the white Lotus, the character from season one, he's the hotel manager. And I love that character also. <laughs> Have you watched episode three sin? I did. It is actually yeah. a really good episode. Yeah. And I don't think I ever made it that far in the, uh, my first time playing the game. Oh God. Send which is kind of one of these games. These, that's not that far in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just kind of lost interest and never finished it you know, too much into Destiny probably at the time when I was playing it. That's why one reason why I went back and finished God of War or like over the last yeah. week. I, I just yeah, wanted to knock it down. 
Yeah. I mean, I've finished games like the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I, I finished that, and I do want to go back and finish these other games. It's just finding the time to do so. No, I, I gotcha. Well, and, and again, honestly, there's not... Like, from how they did the show, there's way less Bill in the game, if that makes sense. It's hard to explain, but... <laughs> um, but also, I do feel I do need to warn you, Sin, because you made a question a while back about... Uh... Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? Yes. Um, which I did, of course, suggest to play. Um, but, of course, as soon as I made that suggestion, like the day after, I realized the Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII was a game that was originally released after Final Fantasy VII. So it's going to give away some story elements that are probably still going to be a surprise in remake part two no it was a crisis core reunion because rebirth is remake part two but yeah yeah so just that warning you can still do it it's just certain things won't be might not be yeah, as big of a surprise uh, yeah it, so, it, it, it makes sense because it's out of order basically yeah uh because yeah certain things that are one major thing that's happening in rebirth is covered in a uh, crisis core. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword for that one because yes, you're going to figure out why the ending of seven remake was a big deal, but then you also gain some insight, which to be fair, I played through remake, of course, having played, Seven, having at least watched Crisis Core for its story, it doesn't really ruin anything. And certain, there's enough like changes and stuff that it still keeps you on your toes. So you could definitely do it; you'll be fine. But there's just that caveat. I do feel I have to warn you about. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you probably good, good to know. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll, excellent. That'll be next, yeah. One of the next acquisitions, that and uh, Last of Us, I think. Yeah. Now, saying if you don't want to spend the money, at least you can, since you have a PS5 too, I know it's included in the PS Plus collection or something, you could replay that version of it. You know, yeah. uh, That would require me having PS Plus. Fair. <laughs> true, but... Uh... I never uh, continued doing it. And I didn't have you not said you've been, then what the hell are you talking about getting on your PlayStation for this? Some other side conversations we've had the last couple of days. <laughs> That's Ragnarok. Oh, and I guess the other game is going to be single player too. No, I was talking about the the other one, the uh, Harry oh, Potter uh, one, right? Hogwarts, well, yeah, yeah. Hogwarts it, Alert. It's, yeah. it's also single player, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so is that other, so is Last of Us, but I guess if you don't have PS Plus currently, that you can't play it, right? Yeah, right. Even the collection games that you already kind of like quote kind of own, yeah, because you got to keep the subscription. Yeah, to, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It is definitely yeah, locked down. If you, yeah, if you activate anything uh, from, if you add anything to your library from PS Plus, you have to have an active PS Plus to play it. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. It's yeah. it's it's not like you get an Apple Music or Spotify subscription and then when you stop it, you still get to listen to the songs you've already listened to. No, you you lose access, but. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyways, but it's worth it. Uh, start up PS Plus for like a month or two, or 
or drop uh, the money on the new version, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. better. I mean, either or. <laughs> or wait for it to become a deal and then to buy it. Yeah, or also, I don't know if you bought, um, not that you normally play Destiny on PlayStation, but again, we've talked about this in Discord. I believe it's February 7th, but um, the Beyond Light expansion is being included in PS Plus on PlayStation for the month of February. So anyone who does not have that that plays on PlayStation or occasionally plays on PlayStation, you might as well, you know, claim it. One of Gator's alts. Hit that button. Hit that button. Claim it. <laughs> especially if, well, yeah, especially if, just in case you do have PS Plus and like maybe Destiny is on your PlayStation, but it's like a you know side thing, but you're more invested in another place. Yeah. At least claim it so that way you can you have more um, access to more things. Yep. For free. Well, ish. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've hop I've had to hop over to. PlayStation once or twice, very rarely when my PC had a problem where, you know, I love playing on my PC. And even though I keep things really locked down, occasionally if you run a driver update right before you're going to raid mm-hmm. and something goes wrong, mm-hmm. you may not be able to play on PC. <laughs> so I, I switched over to PlayStation real quick. And luckily, whatever raid we were doing, I think it was King's Fall, so it was free. But all I'm saying is I am going to claim this uh, um, Beyond Light for sure on PlayStation. I mean, yeah, that's, that's one thing way back when I tried to warn people about that were just eager to jump ship from console to PC. It's like, you know, if you haven't been PC gaming, and it was mainly for people that were getting back into PC gaming, like through mm-hmm. Destiny, right? And I tried to warn them, like, if you haven't, like, PC gamed or if it's been a while, just remember... It's not as it's not as like cut and dry as console. I mean, to be fair, if there's a problem on console, you're just screwed until they fix it. Uh, PC, you might could do something yourself to make it work. Who knows? But yeah, that's. I mean, that's one reason I got out of PC gaming. Yeah, to be honest, it's not that bad. I I just I've had no, two issues, two rare. issues, two issues that I can think of. But and of yeah. course, there's been issues of people having to re-download Destiny on console because something went wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's fair. It's I mean, there it's give and take I, either way. I guess all I say is, it's if you can, if you have multiple platforms, why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah no, Destiny is my can. main jam. I mean, we run a Destiny community here, and I like to raid a lot. So, uh, you know, yeah. I have backups. I mean, <laughs> going back to uh, value to dollar spent and like yeah. hours to value. I mean, even if you're double investing, if you're playing enough on both, you're still going to get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. And then let's let, let's be honest: people waste their money on uh, like weirder things. So, <laughs> yeah. We don't have any problem here being in the gamer community. Like, oh, spending money in a game? Yeah, that's legit. Let's legit. Oh, spending money on uh, some crazy clothing? What? <laughs> also, also, Rodimus, I'm not bagging on PC. Like I said, I just warn people. He's teabagging on PC? No. <laughs> no. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a supremacist. Uh, consoles just happen to be a little easier. Um, PC is just a little more complicated. It's they're both give and take. And oh, and like another, I said, 
Oh, no, it's finish your thought. No, I was about to say, it's, I mean, I, I just tried to fairly warn people that were overhyping. Oh, you have to jump to PC. It's like, I tried to be a voice of reason and kind of devil's advocate. And there weren't many people at the time that were like, yeah, but PC has this problem and this problem. And, you know, let your graphic card update that just doesn't, you know, want to mesh well with the game. And you're just screwed for a while. Um, so, yeah. Um, PlayStation, the beta is out today. Uh, which hopefully means a couple months at most. Discord. Nice. For audio chat. Did it's you only taken like, up? what, two years? Right. Yeah, of course I sign up Sin. I mean, the Sony does their betas weird where you would think I would be in permanently, but what they do is they seem to reset it for each beta thing, and you got to fill out a new form, and you may or may not get in. I don't know if they go first come, first serve. I don't always know when the site goes live, and then... Or if they just pick a random sampling each time. But uh, I did fill out the form. People can do a search if you care. Fill out PlayStation Beta. The only thing that's a little concerning is they're only talking about it for PS5 so far. Do we know? I think ultimately it's going to be coming to PS4 also. Hopefully. I don't know if they've said anything to either confirm or deny that it would only be coming to one console. Yeah, all, all that I saw today was that the beta for Discord was for PS5 only, but that could just be that beta, and then maybe later PS4. Yeah, who knows? That's true. It could I be asked, focusing on PS5 for now. Yeah, I hope it's both. I was asking the Xbox guys um, in another Discord. They said it's on the older Series Xbox. Well, you know, the last gen one also, not just the Series yeah. Xboxes. So that's hopeful, but. If it doesn't go on PS4 also, we're still going to have some people in the community that can't do Discord on their console, and then let's do a yeah. chat, you know, but uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll see. Also, when I'm talking about people bagging on stuff, game chat isn't that bad anymore. It's still pretty bad. <laughs> it's bad. I'm being it's a... I'm being a super... It has... <laughs> you it know what I'm saying? It, it a, it, it's bad, but it was worse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was worse. But it's still like it's still like going okay, before it was like I don't know how the equivalent, but it's like let's say analog phone or like the quality coming out of like a record player. <laughs> and then you go to Discord and it's like high def, right? And that's like that. Now I'd say it's maybe like tape to CD low quality <laughs> CD quality. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. It's probably it's probably like, you know, yeah. tapes that came out during the era of CD originally. Yeah. You know? It's probably there. Like, let's be honest. It's probably not quite tipping CD quality. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the rabbit hole we've been down. Or we're going down. <laughs> right. I know, right. Um, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm not going to say it's great. It's just, like, come on. It's been worse. Mm. They really did improve it. Like, it, it was a noticeable improvement. There's no they have, they have, they have, yeah. Not knocking that for sure. I just still don't like using it. I mean, and that's yeah. also like still completely fair. Because <laughs> you know <what> I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still not great. It's just like I said, been worse. Yeah, God, it's been so worse. Like that, I know people like uh, just the days of like, or just the times. Uh, like playing on PlayStation and like, because I'm, I'm wanting to say it was almost a common problem for a while on 
PS4 that party chats just wouldn't work. And yeah, we had to use game chat like quite a lot. And it was awful then. So yeah, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hope for Discord soon. Other than that, let's close out this show. And great episode, gentlemen. And um, we'll see what there is to talk about next week. And then the week after that, we will have the ending mission of this season. And we'll begin really close to Lightfall. So stuff to look forward to. Just around the corner. Just around the river bend. All right. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Des, how can people find you? Um, you can find me confused of why Kingsley's making Pocahontas references. Right. Um, on Twitter at DS <laughs> underscore Raven. Um, but of course you're most likely to find me on the Discord, where I usually lurk a lot. So come join us. You can lurk with me. Sin. You can find me currently playing Heist on the Moon and looking for a King's Fall raid group for three more chances at touch this week on Twitter, sin underscore media. And of course in the discord next to you two lovely gents Kingsley of unknown origins. Take us out. Yeah. And you know what? I know why that came to mind. I used to work at Disneyland and they had a Pocahontas stage show for a while and my ride was close to that. And I'd always walking by it and heard those songs over and over forever and for some reason, when you said just around the corner, it just like those words just clicked some memory in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. You can only hear like it's a small world before uh, it like haunts your nightmares so right? many times. <laughs> Anyways, you can, I, I'd rather listen to small world. You can find me as Kingsley Mac all the places and where I stream occasionally on Twitch and I'm Kingsley Mac on Twitter. More importantly, you can find our show as the Guardian Hub on Twitter or our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin, for that lovely outro. Thank you, Des. Thank you, yeah. everyone, for listening this Thank week. Thank you, Easley. You're welcome. Thank you, Sin. <laughs> Thank you, Des. Double welcome. Thank you, Kingsley. Thank you. Thank you, Des. Thank you, Sin. Thank good you. night, John Can Boy. Have another, please. All right. See y'all, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Later. Or for the after that reference. <laughs> I am literally on my hunter, like for the first time doing the story for the season. And I have so many old seasons like just queued up in the quests. Fair. I did oh, unlock yeah, like disparity. Do them. I know. I'm not gonna do them all, but it's giving me a chance at red borders I don't have. I, I finally unlocked the disparity red border. That's exciting. Nice. You're only weeks behind. Oh, hey, you're here. I went back to the live thing, Kato. and then I didn't see Cato down below anymore, but I didn't see you. I didn't notice it up top, and then you started talking like, it's the ghost of Cato talking. <laughs> <laughs> and Primus here. Uh, Rodimus, how are you doing, man? Good, how are you? Did you just say I get Primus? Confu- 
no, I said Prime, and then I said Rodimus. I get confused when I just see the stud muffin 69 Prime, so then I just say Prime instead of Rodimus. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Rada Prime. Rada Prime. There you go. Welcome to After Dark, everyone. Also, Prime, <laughs> Primus needs to be used, like, utilized more often. Like, for sure. 